1: Tim Murray is, of course, the host of VSEN Live weeknights on Vison from six until nine Eastern. He's on Twitter at one Tim Murray. Tim, is the Super Bowl line a reflection of what Philly has done in the playoffs, or a reflection of how people feel about the injuries with Kansas City?
3: Uh, I think a little bit of both. Um, you know, we have seen early movement towards Philadelphia. Um, I'm a bit surprised at the overwhelming, at least early support for Philadelphia, but I do think some of it has to do with the injury concerns at the wide receiver position for Kansas City, the injury concern at, you know, the quarterback position. Um but, you know, we'll see. Uh it, it came back down a little bit today. It was uh two it was two yesterday in favor of the Eagles, down to one and a half. I think that's probably where we're gonna be living, you know, for the majority of the time in that Kind of one to two, two and a half range. Uh, we'll see where the where the public ultimately uh, decides the bulk of their cash is going to be. But I, I expect this one to have a lean towards Philly, but not anything overwhelming. Kind of like we saw last week.
1: Why can't I get on board with Philly? I, this is what I've been trying to think about. Yeah, I just feel like this is we an could, obvious bet this, for
4: Kansas City. But
1: this, but this is the thing. When's the last time we've seen a team that was the longest undefeated team? They, with their starting quarterback, they've only lost one game. They were the number one seed in the NFC. They've won their two playoff games by what? Like a combined 60-something points? You know, 65 points? But yet, here I am. I'm just like, even on Sunday, I'm just like, man, I don't don't know. I just don't believe in this. Well,
3: I think the skepticism has to do with the run to the Super Bowl playing – a very flawed
1: Giants team, sorry. and oh, no, by it, the way, that was the classic in the end. Like, if you watch that team play, those teams played in Week 14, and that game looked the exact same way. It was 48-22. Yeah, same game.
3: But, you know, neighbor Nick told me that in Week 18 when they were, they were benching the starters. Nobody gets stable to three 16. times. Yeah. Um, well, I, I think you look at the road. Uh, and 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 I'll be honest, guys. And you know, this is kind of a, a classic sports talk discussion here. But let's hear it. Are we are we convinced the Eagles win if uh, Purdy doesn't get hurt? I'm not. I'm so really not. it was the a defense. Co- the defense was unbelievable. And Kyle Shanahan, who I am a big big believer in. Had a massive mistake early on in that game. How do you not ch- throw the challenge flag on a really a game-determining play early on? I mean, that's a fourth-down conversion. Maybe the tell is when the <laughs> when the wide receiver gets up and is doing hand signals, get on the ball now, uh, just throw the challenge flag. It's in the first half. It's a fourth-down conversion. You're about to get the ball at the 38-yard line. So, look. The Eagles, ultimately, obviously, with, with the injuries of the quarterback, it wasn't very competitive. But, I mean, after that touchdown drive, it was, what, like three
1: or four four and outs by the Eagles? So the defense was, was balling early on. I am with you. The one caveat, like when you say, like, are we sure? I mean, both possessions, like what was it? We both watched Purdy from college. Like, what is the knock on him? It's like he would hold on to the ball late and make bad decisions. Well, didn't it feel like he was kind of doing that? And that's kind of why he got hurt. Is like he held on to the ball and he got hit. You know what I mean? Like at a certain point. Well, I'm, not the a, I'm not saying for us. it's a lock that the the Niners would have won. Um I did feel like the Eagles' first touchdown drive was fluky. I, I oh, 100% sure. 100% well, agree they, with you on that. Well, I mean, yeah. didn't catch the Devonte
3: Smith's yeah, Devonte Smith's okay. incredible catch right. wasn't.
1: And But here's know, so. here's my only thing on that. And I'm a I don't know, a Shaney whore, what do we call like what are we if we're just Shanahan Part believers? Part of the yeah. That's what we used to yes. call it back in DC. Yeah, so if like we're all there. Although y'all, I guess y'all are y'all are two generation shanny guys, right?
4: Well, I always was of the uh he's overrated ah.
3: category.
1: Okay, but Mike or Kyle? Kyle, like I thought, oh, uh, cause you, people, you, you, people but, but you wanted to lie, you trying to, lie people, to yourself
3: though, right? People in Washington said that, uh, Kyle got the OC job because of nepotism. Yeah.
1: Uh, but that isn't was that, fun. But isn't that also Mark, isn't that lying to yourself of, you just don't want to believe like he was in your building. Although I still claim for all the criticism you can give to the football team or whatever the commies. They fired his dad. You had to get rid of him. Like you know what I mean. Like you, well, I don't understand. Like, was were they supposed to just keep him? Like, I, they
3: fired his dad because the quarterback who ended up being an enormous bust told him it's me or the coach.
1: Right. And so, like, at a certain point, like, what, are you supposed to keep Kyle and Danny, around?
3: And Danny boy uh, decided to uh, pick the uh, pick the quarterback who.
1: I think he's a it, it, like what he did and with RG three. Didn't, didn't Gruden keep McVeigh?
3: Yes. Yeah. He up he promoted him. Yeah, so McVeigh like- le- left on his own accord. Yeah. McVeigh left to get the Rams job. Yeah. And and I remember I remember I had a I had uh an evening show in DC at the time and former uh football team tight end Chris Cooley was on the program <laughs> with me. And he goes he goes, Look, you know, because initially we're like, wait, what? Sean McVeigh's getting a head coaching interview? And he's like, I'm telling you, man. He goes, if he goes back for a second, he's getting the job. He goes, and he said that anywhere. He goes, if he goes in for a second interview with any team in the NFL, he will be their head coach. And sure enough, that was absolutely the case. And uh, he rolled out. So um that wasn't, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of, I mean, God, this isn't, this is Memphis talk radio. This isn't mm-hmm. DC talk radio, but there's a lot of things that I mean the the list is endless. Dan Snyder has messed up up there with that horrible, worthless organization, allowing Sean McVay to leave. I don't know what are you gonna do? Fire Jay Gruden? <laughs> yeah, yeah. he's
1: going He got a head coach. And by the way, it was like Gruden was doing fine. He was like, fine. Uh,
3: yeah, he was no, fine. You know my he wasn't favorite, good. But he new, wasn't. My new it was, like, it was like the Dirk Cutter thing, yeah, right? When exactly. They fired
1: uh, Lovey for Dirk, and that didn't work out. My new favorite. My new favorite talking point. Uh, y'all's boys, the Junkies saying no. whether or not uh, you should be mad at Rivera for oh, playing for in the golfing. AT&T Pebble Beach while he hasn't named a coordinator. Is, is that a real thing? Like, surely no one's really that mad, right? I did see another one
3: of my buddies retweet it and be like, <laughs> well, they don't have an offensive coordinator, and uh, he's not at the Senior Bowl. So, yeah. He, uh, I'm like, yeah. Ah,
0: whatever.
4: Uh, <laughs> uh, no. uh, well, back to the... I, I just—I don't understand why... I, I was just... Certain Kansas City would be a slight favorite in this game.
3: Well, they I'm opened surpri- it. Yeah, um, so I'm surprised. I, I haven't made a bet yet, guys. I, I do lean towards Kansas City. You know, next week we'll talk more
1: about it and all the prop bets that are out there. But mm-hmm. my initial lean is is Kansas City. Have we I done mean, any research on how Babyface is going to sing the anthem? Is it who is it? Isn't it Babyface is doing the anthem? Uh, or is he doing America the Beautiful? No, he's doing
4: America the Beautiful. I think isn't. Um, There's a country guy. Is it Blake Shelton? No, uh, no. Tennessee whiskey guy. Chris uh, Stapleton. Christi- oh,
1: yeah, every journalist's favorite writer. Chris Stapleton. He's the, the new uh, Springsteen. Every sports Stapleton? journalist loves no, him. No, it's like every- Jason Isbell. Is, oh, you're right. Is, is yeah, I mixed them up. You're right, sorry. Yeah,
4: yeah Jason yeah, yeah, Isbell yeah, yeah. is, yeah, right. I is I the new Springsteen yeah. for this generation of sports. All right, let's go to college basketball because I was fast. I, I loved it. You picked Georgetown Ho-ya. last week.
3: Saxa. Holy <laughs> yeah. Nobody they were, gets- they were They were chanting that.
1: Nobody with the gets sixteen the hoy- people, thirty straight times. No, nobody.
3: What do
4: you do? You have so we're you know we're we're approaching February now, and you know it's time to start getting into shape for for March Madness. Uh, by yeah, the way, baby.
1: boys. Uh, PSA: Ole Miss is still single digits tonight against Kentucky. Uh oh. Morel's back. Right. Interesting. Who cares? It doesn't matter. Uh, they have quit.
4: Okay. There you go. But they, they could get a Morel boost and keep it in single digits. Uh,
1: Morel had been playing plenty, and they weren't covering with. <laughs>
4: <laughs> do you have Do you have anything for us this week, Tim, on the I college do. basketball front? So I,
1: I got a
3: couple things. All right, so I got a game tonight. i to get to here in just a moment, but I don't know how many providers you guys have in the great state of Tennessee. I know Westgate's there, BetMGM,
1: basically it, everyone.
3: Do you yeah. guys have DraftKings? Yes, DK's okay. here. So, but if I, you didn't, have, I
1: didn't say that. Mark did. <laughs> All
3: right. If you have that uh, uh, that that company, mm-hmm. uh, DraftKings. Um, and they offer Final Four odds. I, I I am intrigued by this particular team. Go and on. That would be the Creighton Blue Jays. Oh, so here here's hear me out here. So
4: John Martin brought these guys up in a segment yesterday. So
3: Field of 68 has them as an eight seed. Jerry Palm has them as a ten seed, and my guy Patrick Stevens at the Post Washington Post has them as a ten seed. But if you look at the remaining remaining schedule for Creighton, they are per Ken Palm. Projected to be a favorite in every single game but one. They have a game against two games against our beloved Georgetown Hoyas, two games against Villanova, a game against DePaul. They get UConn at home. So they're going to have plenty of time because remember, their best player, or not their best, one of their best players, Ryan Kalkbrenner, their center, had mono and missed three games early on in the season. They had a six game losing streak. But right now,
1: he went full full Sam Darnold.
3: Yeah, except he came back and was good. Ah. Um So right now you could find them at that particular sports book at twelve to one to make the final four, and and I think that is is worth a look. I, I kind of like the final four futures better than the national championship futures because you could get a really fortunate draw, you get upsets in front of you. I mean, hell, UNC had to beat St. Peter's to make it to the final four. I mean, the Houston
1: Houston never playing a
3: single digit seed to, on the way to the final four. Yeah, I mean uh, Kansas had a very fortunate draw last year. Now they ultimately won the title, so there's no denying that. So I, I just they might be can, related, there. <laughs> if if you can find if you can find a a north of ten to one on Creighton, I think it's worth a look because what we saw on Saturday from the Blue Jays was what everybody kind of expected. I thought preseason this team got way too much love, way too much love, in uh, you know in in the you know, the futures market. But now I almost feel like they're a bit undervalued. They got they got experience. They got a good coach. They got shooting. They can defend. They're top twenty five in both offensive and defensive efficiency. So if you can find it north of ten to one, I saw it at twelve to one today. I'm looking at it right now on my computer. If you could find that
1: uh worth a look. As for tonight. So you like th- that's like a Trevor Lawrence preseason where everyone stupidly was like, this guy's a bust and no one did the math of like hey, Urban Meyer was just that bad. Like This right. is kind of like, all right, it may have been a touch overvalued before, but now it's undervalued. I'm with you. Well, maybe just a little bit. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, obviously. I don't
3: – and they're like 40, 45 to 1 to win it all. I don't know if they can win it all. They, I mean, they could, but could I – would I be stunned if, you know, early April, Creighton's in the Final Four? No, not at all. I mean, we saw – we've seen big – I mean, Villanova made a run to the Final Four. They've made plenty of Final Four runs, Um, you know. And, you know, this is a team when they were out in Maui, full strength – I mean, they went toe-to-toe with Arizona. They beat Arkansas, uh, who, which I guess doesn't look as impressive as it you know did at the time. Um, so we'll see. I, I do like Creighton as maybe a little bit of a flyer to make a run to the Final Four. Uh, but as for tonight, um, I'm going back to my DMV roots. Uh, I've got an unranked team as a favorite against a ranked team. All right, there we go. And, and a, that gets a, me a all special? fired up. Yep. Uh, give me Maryland tonight against Indiana. Mm. Terps are playing better. Uh, as is Indiana. Indiana's won five in a row. Um, you know, if you look at Bart Torvik, which is another analytical site out there, I think it lasts like four weeks or so. Indiana's playing like a top ten team in the country. By the way, Creighton just, just for say, just for argument's sake, is like number two in the country since mid December. Um, but I, just, I love the situational spot, and you know, Mark knows it's kind of hit or miss at at. The Xfinity Center mm-hmm. um, with a crowd. But I think the crowd will be good tonight. Yeah. Um, students are back. I think Van Pelt said he's going to be there. That always gets him a little All extra right. juiced up. I'm in. So I'm going with the Terps tonight. Um, I, I always say this, and I know there might be the roll of the eye from the, the the perfect gambler out there. When I have a point spread of like three or four or less – I just try to find the cheapest money line uh, because college basketball, man, it's just it free is throws such, and fouls. <laughs> you just never know. And, you know, getting those extra couple points. So if you could find a money line in that, you know, 150 ish range, I think that's
1: all right for the terps. Um, and then, uh, do you happen to catch West Virginia on Saturday? Uh, the Auburn yeah. game? Yeah, mm. I, I had him. Okay. Just uh-huh. making sure I wasn't alone there.
3: Yeah. yeah I had him. So every uh so Friday night we have uh we have a a college basketball handicapping competition at Visan and I'm a part of. And fortunately, I was able to get West Virginia minus three. And once again, going back to my point of why I prefer a money, money line. line on a short favorite, West Virginia is the case in point. They were up by 17 at halftime, <laughs> led the whole darn game, I, missed I flipped, some free
1: throws. I games, and then my buddy texted me.
3: He's like, uh, we're in trouble. <laughs> and there were some people who had four, and yeah. they closed four. So, yeah, but we're, we're there's trouble. a lot of people on Huggy Bear tonight at TC. TCU, uh, Mike Miles for TCU hyperextended his knee over the weekend. They lost in overtime. Uh, their big guy is banged up too. I, I haven't played that game, but uh, some some love in the market for West Virginia. Uh, I do also like if you want to get a little uh, little frisky. I, I do also. I'm intrigued by Colorado State tonight. Uh, they're playing UNLV. My rebels out here in the desert had a nice win on Saturday night over Nevada. Uh, I think we got a
1: 10 and 12 favorite. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Exactly.
3: Yeah. Thank you. Embrace the stink, right? <laughs> he
1: found a 10 and 12 team that's favored against the 14 and 7 team. Got to. That's
3: yeah. that, that's gambling.
1: Gotta take
4: it, buddy. Tim, we appreciate it, man. Thanks so much, gents. I will talk to you next week. That's Tim Murray
0: from
1: Veasan. Make that's, sure you're listening to that's him. That's so gross. I gotta take it.